beautiful Monday morning to you there. Thank you so much for choosing J101.9 FM. You're on to the show. Let's talk. It is the 12th day of June 2023. Happy Democracy Day. Another beautiful day for us to look at our, our democratic journey so far and see if we have gotten it right or not. Well, I'm not alone. I'm joined by Amir Kalmasi. My name is Abigail Simon. Good morning. Good morning. Um, listener, good morning, Abby. It's a beautiful day. It's a crazy day today. Um, I just heard, well, we listened to the president's speech, which we'll just play for you. And you know, it's quite inspiring. It's been a while. I should, be, I should be honest. It's been a while we've heard a president's democracy day speech inspire some level of confidence in the population. So maybe, like we always say every morning, it's the dawn of a new era. Good morning. Good morning. So before we introduce our guests and we get into the meat of the discussion, we will be playing the presidential speech for you so you can have a listen to that keep your eyes locked on to j101.9 fm fellow nigerians it is exactly three decades today that nigerians went to the polls to exercise their inalienable right to elect a president of their choice to lead the transition from military dictatorship to a representative government of the people. The abortion by the military fiat of the decisive victory of Chief M.K. Abiola of the defunct Social Democratic Party in the June 12, 1993 presidential election. Up to that time, the fairest and the freest election in the country's political evolution turned out, ironically, to be the seed that germinated into the prolonged struggle that gave birth to the democracy we currently enjoyed since 1999. In rising to strongly oppose the arbitrary annulment of the will of the majority of Nigerians, as expressed in that historic election, the substantial number of our people who participated in the struggle to de-annul the election signified their fierce commitment to enthroning democracy as a form of government that best enables the liberty, the dignity of individual and integrity as well as the stability of the polity. The fierce opposition to the annulment of June 12, 1993 presidential election and unrelenting pro-democracy onslaught, it unleashed was the equivalent of the battle against colonial rule by our founding fathers that resulted in the gaining of Nigerian independence in 1960. Just like the anti-colonial movement, the pro-democracy June 12 vanguard demonstrated once again the enduring validity of the 19th century historian Arnold Tosby's eternal postulation that civilization and society experience progress as they are forced to respond to challenges posed by the environment. The unjust annulment of a widely acknowledged free and fair election was a challenge that elicited resistance 
by resurgent civil society, leading ultimately to the attainment of our second independence, as exemplified by the return of democratic governance in 1999. Fellow compatriots, we celebrate a day that has remained a watershed in our nation's history, not just today, but for every June 12th, for the endless future that our beloved country shall exist and work stronger and stronger. Generation of Nigerians will always remember themselves that the democracy that is steadily going to become the divining essence of our polity was not gifted to us on a silver platter. We can easily recall the sacrifice and the martyrdom of Chief M.K. Abiola, the custodian of the sacred mandate that was so cruelly announced. He sacrificed his life in unyielding patriotic defense of the ideals of democracy as symbolized in his choice by his fellow countrymen and women as their duly elected president. There was an easier choice for him. It was to forego the justice of his cause and opt for the path of ease and capitulation in the face of the tyranny of power. To his eternal credit and immortal glory, Abiola said no. He demonstrated the time-tested eternal truth that there are certain ideals and principles that are far more valuable than life itself. Every day on this day, down the ages, we will recall the several heroes of democracy, such as Kudrat Abiola, wife of Chief Abiola, who was brutally murdered while in the trenches fighting on the side of the people. We remember Pat Al Federwani, one of the heroes of our independent struggle, and Major General Sheo Musayadua retired, who was silenced by the military junta while in pursuit of democracy. They gave their yesterday for the liberty that is ours today. The point is that we must never take this democracy for granted. We must forever jealously guard and protect it like a precious jewel. For a people can never truly appreciate the freedom and the right democracy guarantees them until they lose it. We have transferred the dark, thorning part of dictatorship before, and those who experience it can readily testify to the unbridgeable gap between the dignity of freedom and the humiliation and degradation of tyranny. 
through, yes, rancorous debates, interminable wrangling, ceaseless quarrels, military electoral contestations may be perceived by some as the unattractive feature of democracy. But they also testify to its merits and value. This year, we held the seventh in the cycle of elections that have become sacred ritual of our democratic practice in this dispensation since 1999. That the polls were intensely contested is in itself positive evidence that democracy is well and alive in our land. It is only natural that even as those who won and experienced victory in various elections are elated and fulfilled, those who lost are disenchanted and disappointed. But the beauty of democracy is that those who win today can lose tomorrow. And those who lose today will have an opportunity to compete and win in the next rounds of elections. Those who cannot endure and accept the pains of defeat in elections do not deserve the joy of victory when it is their turn to triumph. Above all, those who disagree with the outcome of the elections are taking full advantage of the constitutional provisions to seek redress in court that is one of the reasons why democracy is the best form of government invented by man. For Chief M.K. Abiola, the symbol of this day, in whose memory June 12 became a national holiday, democracy is eternal. It is about rule of law and vibrant judiciary that can be trusted to deliver justice and strengthen institutions. It has become imperative to state here that the unnecessary illegal orders issued to truncate or abridge democracy will no longer be tolerated. The recent harmonization of the retirement age of the judicial officers is meant to strengthen the rule of law, which is critical pillar of democracy. The reform has just started. The democracy that will yield right dividends to the people who are shareholders means more than just freedom of choice and right to get people into elective offices. It means social and economic justice for our people. To the winner of June 12 democracy offers the best chance to fight and eliminate poverty. 30 years ago, a Christian is campaign manifesto farewell to poverty because he was convinced that there is nothing defined about poverty. It is a man-made problem that can be eliminated with clearly thought out social and economic policies. 
It is for this reason that in my inauguration address on May 29, I gave effect to the decision taken by my predecessor in office to remove the fuel subsidy, the abattoirs, and the free up the collective use of much needed resources, which had hitherto been pocketed by a few rich. I admit the decision will impose extra burden on the masses of our people. I feel your pain. This is one decision we must bear to save our country from going under and take our resources away from the stranglehold of a few unpatriotic elements. Painfully, I have asked you, my compatriots, to sacrifice a little more for the survival of our country, for your trust and belief in us, I assure you that your sacrifice shall not be in vain. The government I lead will repay you through massive investment in transportation, infrastructure, education, regular power supply, healthcare, and other public utilities that will improve the quality of lives. The democracy MK Abiola died for is one that promotes the welfare of the people over personal interests of the ruling class and one where the governed can find personal fulfillment and happiness. That is the hope MKO Abiola ignited throughout our country in 1993. On this year's Democracy Day, I enjoy all, all of us, to rededicate ourselves to strengthening this form of government of free people that has been our guiding light these past 24 years. In particular, those of us who have been privileged to elect into public office at various levels in both the executive and legislative arms of government, must recommit ourselves to offering selfless service to the people and delivering concrete democracy dividend in accordance with our electoral promises. On my part and that of my administration, I pledge anew our commitment to diligently fulfilling every component of our electoral pact with the people, the Renew Hope Agenda. We shall be faithful to truth, faithful to equity, and faithful to justice. We shall exercise our authority and mandate to govern with fairness, respect for the rule of law, and commitment to always upholding the dignity of all our people. On this note, I wish us a happy Democracy Day celebration and pray 
that the light of liberty shall never be extinguished in our land. Thank you all, and may God continue to bless the federal. Welcome back to the show. Let's talk on your super favorite radio station, J101.9 FM. That was the president's speech to mark June 12th, which is Democracy And this morning, we're joined by Barista Adama, and we'll be looking at the journey so far, 30 years, if we have actually been able to achieve democracy as a nation. Good morning, and welcome on the show. Good morning. Let me join uh, Emeka so that there will be balanced interest to say good morning, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good. good morning, Emeka, and good morning, JFM, good our morning. teaming listener out there. Today is a day of renewed hope. When mm. I mean renewed hope is in terms of democracy, not as a tag of any political manifestation, uh, manifesto. Mm. So it is a renewed hope for us to see that this is a journey we are beginning, most especially that there's a new administration, yeah. to see how we we'll all bring ourselves to task and ensure that we truly entrench the democracy, not only by celebration or commemoration, but by practicalizing what democracy is and make Nigeria a better place. Good morning. Wow, that's, that was a really, really impactful um, intro from Barista same Adama. Way, same way our president, you know, democratic speech was impactful. Very, very impactful. And I, I, I do believe it, though. Um, we'll talk about that later, <laughs> if I believe it or not. But I wanted to ask Barista Adama, you listened to it extensively. Uh, we are celebrating what MKO Abiola did in 1993. And we're back at, we're right here, 2023. Um, for you, um, the journey so far, have we been able to say or can we say that we have practiced democracy successfully in this country and i know that nigerians will always say or some people will say where it's a process we're in the process we're getting better day by day and we're we're getting to explore other things take things out bring things in just so that we can achieve a better democratic country but for you as a person what would you make of it so far 30 years of celebrating democracy yes uh Abigail, the truth of the matter is that I remember that period vividly. It gives me a, a kind of a nostalgic uh, feeling. Mm. Why? Because as I speak to you, I can picture the things that were in the market. I knew at that then there were there was this plastic bucket. They would tell you Abiola. Even I remember there's this normal bathroom silpas. Mm. You see, very white, cheaper. They would tell you Abiola silpas. Anything you could get in the market as at that time. Was tagged Abiola. It was tagged Abiola, which stated that he is a man of the people and he was after a welfare system of government. Mm. Even though he was not in power, it was still the process of campaigning before the election. The result was actually announced. And now that tells you that this person has a particular focus on the development of the people, mm. the welfare of the people the cost of living, effective cost of living, and to improve the standard of living of the people. That was why even before he could get even through the election, mm. people now felt it. I remember then I was actually in Cross River. I'm not saying maybe to say it was in the West where it is its own geopolitical zone that you felt it. No, 
I was far away in the south-south, and I actually witnessed it. I can remember it vividly. Now, this tells you this is somebody who has a vision for a nation, has a vision for the people, respects the dignity of the people, the, uh, the, the, the right to life of the people as entrenched in our constitution. This was somebody who also looked at the present section 14 of our 1999 constitution as amended, mm -hmm. who says sovereignty lies with the people, had allowed people to do that. That is why you find out that even in the process of the election, Nigerians never looked at religion. Yes. Because Kinky Bay, I'm very surprised that uh, even the president in his speech never alluded to Kinky Bay, who was a running mate and a one-time uh, secretary to the government of the Federation during the, uh, our late president, Yaradua. It was a joint ticket. And if they had actually fought, and he has respected and also honored posthumously those who had fought, for this, even the mother of uh, Kudira Tabiola, I thought that uh, he, who is still alive with us, should also be commended on that basis. Now, by and large, what I'm trying to say is that you must start up somewhere. Yes. But the problem with Nigeria now is that we never envisioned where the destination we are going. Mm. And that is why it pains me when people say our democracy is still growing. Even bi bi biology teachers or biologists will tell you there's a difference between growth and development. Mm -hmm. At this moment, we should not be talking about growing democracy. We should to be talking about what? Developing what? Democracy. Mm -hmm. yes. Because growth is increment in size. You understand? Mm -hmm. Development is the formation of the system, mm -hmm. of the body which now maybe, uh, in fact, transit you from 18 to, to, a, an, uh, to, to an, an adult. adult. Mm -hmm. From adult and continuously like that according to the eight stages of development, as propounded by Kai Erickson. Now, if you look at all of those things, is that by now we shouldn't be talking about, if you're talking about, in fact, you're talking about three decades, which is 30 years. Yes. And our constitution says the age of majority is 18 years. Yes. And if the constitution recognizes that the age of majority is 18 years, that you are meant to be independent in an ideal society, mm. why shouldn't our democracy by now, which is times two, or okay, which is about times two, of 18 years mm. because we are just left with about six years to make up uh, times two yeah. of that why shouldn't we feel we've come of age but by and large is that for every leader we must respect institution i've always at every given point to stand and also profess and even act for what building viral and stronger institution as against individual now the office of the president is an institution created by the constitution and it is the only only person who has the power to address Nigerians like he has done today. Yes. Governors may do it at their own level, but he is the only person that has the right to take over 200 million Nigerians, whether they listen to him or not, to have addressed us. Now, he has nothing short of doing than to what? Reignite hope in the people. Put in that confidence in the people to say that just like in the popular Nigerian song, they say, follow who know road. Yes. It means the president should be the person who knows the road to lead us. Yes. And for everything he has put out to us, it should inspire confidence in us to say that if the person who leads us now understand these indices that can give us a better society, a saner society, a productive-oriented society, mm. a reward-oriented society, then such a president has inspired that hope. All we, the followers, are meant to do is to follow. Yes. But I know we have always existed in this phenomenon of mutual suspicion. Yes. The point is, this thing the president is saying, does it have any meaning or is it just a flash? Or does, it has does a soft does, does it make sense you to understand? the common Nigerian? Yeah. And that point, again, if you check his introduction, 
He had even alluded to that election to say it is the fairest. And that is why it pains me when people say we want to return to our, what, our past glory. I listen to Mensah Otterbill every day on JFM. Mm. And he has always said that why should Africa be insisting on the past glory? Why not chart a new glory? Mm. So if we are now saying June was the fairest, was the, the fairest, fairest. That means we have not made progress. You understand? And we're in 2023, and you participated in the same election. Not mm. once. So this has gone to say what our late president, the president that Nigeria never had lasted, President Yaradua, who had said the process that actually brought him was mad with fraud. In fact, it was not a correct process. It's the same thing the president has said in a different word. Mm -hmm. And if you find that down, he has also mentioned this election would have been even better than that election, election. if not for a few states, yeah. like Lagos, River States, Kogi States. If you have checked, if you want to make a fact, a sample of all that, that has happened mm. if we had followed this election allow the will of the people to prevail this election i think if they will begin to look at how to coin another word that will sound better than fairest mm. maybe in the superlative comparison we'll get another word maybe fairest fairest yes. we'll make it that way double to show how it is but by and large is that we have not really gone to that system where we believe that things will work out because one of the things about democracy that people look about democracy, maybe we'll just look at it as a process of voting. Yeah. No. Even if you go by the popular uh, definition of democracy by Abraham Lincoln, mm. which is the government of the people for the people and by, by the, the people. people, it means it is not a process of selection alone. It starts and revolves around the people. Mm. As far as the people are in existence and their social interaction, democracy is at play. But you look at us is that the institutions, we try to exclude the institutions as if they are not part of democracy. Mm. The rule of law the president has spoken about. He has also mentioned that this time around, incessant unwarranted orders given by the court to truncate the, um, the process of democracy will not be tolerated. It sounds very good, but it's also a subtle threat. Of course. Because mm. if we are triplets, I keep giving this example, mm. the executive, the legislature, the judiciary sure. are triplets. No one, ideally, by the Constitution, is subordinate to the other. But they what they coexist to work together to ensure that what good governance is entrenched and given to the people. Mm -hmm. By the time one feels he's superior to the other because you have the opportunity of controlling the purse, which is our common patrimony of all the Federation, because you can decide what goes to the, legis uh, the executive, okay. you decide what goes to the legislature, you decide what goes to the judiciary, you now feel you can untwist. Then that is a system also that our legislature must look at how to equalize these tripartite arms of government to mm. ensure that they work hand in mm. hand mm. to show that they place their hands on each other's shoulder as equals and not because one is superior to the other. Also look at it, thank God that the Supreme Court also had looked at the issue of double nomination and said no it, it should be an issue of pre-election uh, matter which should be challenged by is an internal matter to be yes. challenged by somebody who had participated in that yes. assuming that was not done it would have also been that it would be a blame game to the judiciary to say it has truncated democracy you can see the slippery in fact the slippery road 
that the judiciary is working through. So by and large, what I'm trying to say in essence is that the president came up to the middle to reignite hope to say all the public utilities mm. will have regular light. Though this has been a normal cliche we have always We've heard, heard it. from it's every government. Like a we had record, instances eh? where during President Goodluck, Jonathan, we had power generated up to 6,000 megawatts. When the new government came again, it dropped down. It kept on fluctuating. It was neither here nor there. Mm. And we came up to this for the last eight years administration. I can never say for sure how many megawatts have we generated. Because at a point in the previous government before the last, you find out that you keep having updates, even in the fluctuation of the generation of what, power, before you talk about the distribution. Um, but mm -hmm. the last administration, I can't tell you exactly, Tebuhari left power. We had How our national grid collapse yes. seven times. We have generated, even when the power sector has actually been decentralized, the state also can make up their distribution lines and everything. We should have made it very effective. Yes. We also find a situation where we can't see. So if the president has come to tell us our education will be functional, he tells us that, yes, our unity is sacrosanct, we will not joke with it. Power supply will be regular. He, the removal of subsidy is to give us a ray of hope to say that our economy will be stronger, will be for the generality of all, and it's not going to be a capitalist system where a few will exploit the majority. Mm. If that is the hope he has given us, we, whatever keeps a human being like you and I is the hope for tomorrow, whether we're going to see it or not. Mm. But another reality, again, that determines your joy is when you get to that tomorrow. What, has that your hope materialized? That is the point. So Nigerians are looking for that to say, all of this hope, let it materialize. materialize. And if it materializes, we know it's a good government. And I love what he also say. This administration is meant to respect the rule of law. For those who have won, who accept it. Those who lose, they lose to compete another day to win. Mm -hmm. So it means even if today the tribunal decide to say this election it has flouted the process, the laws, or the instrument that has been put in place to take care about this election. For instance, the interpretation of 25% of the FCT. Uh, uh, INEC also doing what the American will say, pick and choose in the implementation of our rules and laws by not uploading the result on the IRF portal by the presidential uh, results. If all of this coming together and approve and say, yes, this election by 30 years now should have been the best of all elections because what you would have done is that you would have compared notes from 1993, you come down to 1995 uh, when there was an at attempt, yeah. then you now come back to 1999 2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2019-2
to vote. Not. You must have to be alive to be governed. Hmm. I, I wanted to ask you, you, you mentioned how this president's speech is supposed to renew, supposed to give us hope. Yes. Was the speech hopeful for you, or was it just another <laughs> um, popular rhetoric that should we hear every, you know, June 12th? You know, uh, Emeka, <laughs> you know, when Mr. Yusuf used to be here in the morning, yes. I listened to you. When uh, Malobi will be here, you know, at times it's like you give us a tightrope or to walk, to, uh, to walk on the sword. Yes. But let me follow it. If you heard my statement, is that ideally, that is an expectation. But this, even this... if it's the worst government, assuming it's even a military government that dethroned, yes. at this point in time, when you are addressing the nation, whether good or bad, the process that brought it in, the major thing is to inspire hope and mm. confidence in the people. And that, the president has achieved it. And that's why I said hope is a thing of imagination. True. Yes, it makes you feel better because you feel the day to happen has not come. But when you get to that day mm. to make your hope actualize and you go and your hope is being dashed, it's depression sets in, you become True. dampened. So yes. what I'm trying to say is that while for whatever reason, for whatever belief you have or whatever divide you belong to in Nigeria, this speech, for one thing, is a speech that has inspired hope and confidence, even including me. Okay. But the next point, again, is that let us walk the talk. Let the presidency walk the talk, even though we are expected that by now we should have a calibrating point to say, in the next three months, this is what, we should this is what you see. Mm -hmm. In the next six months, okay, in the next three months, we'll focus on what? The economy. In the next six months, we shift to education. Or in the next six months, we'll work on the economy. By the half of the year, we'll also, the remaining half of the year, we work on this. Then it makes people to be conscious, to also begin to work towards that mm -hmm. and look at it. But when it is blanket, it means this the inspiration he has given us, this hope he has instilled in us, can also materialize, in fact, on the 28th of May, 2027. It's quite open. Yes, um, and it, sorry, please, if you look at it again, like the first subsidy, mm. if this president was aware that he has participated and rebuffed the removal of subsidy by President Goodluck Jonathan, who had a think tank group led by Dr. Christopher Kolade, where we had public transport system in place. You remember the strike and everything. Yes. But all of those things came in. Shopee was an, in fact, a, 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 an outshoot of that to make sure that the people would not feel the cushion the effect before, before they remove it. Yes. Now, also, we look at the president. Maybe he didn't want to receive any blame. That was why I had to make that announcement before then. But if we're in a country where you say the rule of law must be obeyed, institutions are built. We have the Department of Petroleum Pricing Regulation. If you had bought this product, not when subsidy was removed, and you were already making profit when you were selling 220 naira per liter, and you came to a point that they just announced, you didn't, you didn't even buy new, purchase new product, and you're selling, what is the role of that institution? Taxpayers' money are used in paying the people working there, and we cannot see the result. Now, the petroleum equalization uh, fund or pricing, you find out that it stated it, it, the original idea of it is that the price of fuel in Lagos mm. should be the same thing in Port Harcourt. It should be the same thing in the 36 states, the 774 local government, including the five area council in, uh, in Abuja. But you find out that we have a discretionary determination of what? Uh, prices. prices. prices yeah. And yet, institutions are there, not working. So if the president says we must respect the rule of law and democracy must thrive, we must also strengthen what? Our institutions. I wouldn't want to go there because if you look at it again, a man who wants to respect the rule of law, can we say the suspension of the CBN governor is in compliance with the rule of law? 
That is another question again. That, that, that could because be the National Assembly has the mandate. Now, some people may also play around with semantics to say remover and suspension. They are two different things. But you find out that suspension means you are not there. Removal also means you, you are, are not, not there. there. Mm. So it amounts to whatever semantic. The other one could be temporary. That is just the difference. Suspension could be temporary pending the occurrence of a particular event. Mm -hmm. Removal could be a perpetual thing. But the by and large is that if that is what the provision has given, why should you go the other way? Now, what is the responsibility of the Department of what, State Security? Does it involve financial crimes? Yes. That is another thing. Well, well, or does it involve the security of the nation? Now, if MFLA was a man who was now suspended and we're in a country where we respect the rule of law mm -hmm. and institutions are part of the rule of law, are we supposed to act according to the mandate given to the institution? If the answer is yes, and what is making round in the public domain about the allegations against him, yes. it means the appropriate institution should be what? The EFCC. The DSS has no obligation because he is not a threat to national security as far as what is to the public domain. Well, so where do we now? Yesterday we did this. Today we are now protesting this. So how do we even uh, 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 repose our confidence in the president uh, mm. to say that what hope you have given us is actually going to be actualized when the act you did yesterday was is contradictory with what you are telling us today? All right. Um, my next question is: um, When the elections were finished, I mean, on this year. I remember, you know, seeing something, I wrote an article about it, about the fragility of our democracy, especially in the process that was perceived as unfair by many Nigerians. The president's speech today also, you know, made reference to the elections and how people who are aggrieved have gone to courts. And it was, that was a show of how strong our democracy is because the courts can help them seek redress. However, some people will say that if the process and the persons involved in the process of bringing a democratically elected president in is shrouded in a lot of controversy, a lot of, like you said, suspicion. Should we trust that this person will obey the rule of law to the letter? I ask because in the speech, the basic of, demo basic of democracy is the rule of law, freedom of speech, freedom of expression. But we've also seen from his party, which was a leader of before he became the president, where freedom of speech was heavily, heavily in tuned. We've also seen that Nigerian journalists, you know, in, in the world ranking of freedom of speech, don't have freedom of speech. The diversity of opinions a lot of times have been very, um, what's the word now? Have been boxed in and, you know, the ironclad had been used on them. Can we trust that the president, despite all of the things prior to his coming in, despite all of the allegations prior to, you know, his election as president, can properly give us a democracy that defines Africa first as a, as a continent that will lead the next chart for democratic process? Or are we living in limbo in all of these things he has said and the process that brought him in? Yes, uh, Mr. Emeka, I think your guess is as good as mine. Because basically when you look at the surrounding events in Nigeria, it makes us to feel we are neither here nor okay. there. It's as if we're making a movement forward that at a point we just miss our way. That will begin like a motion, turning mm. round. Mm. We don't know, I'm not going anywhere, but we're just making a movement around. Now look at it. You are like what you have rightly said. That is why I keep telling you till tomorrow, even in my sleep, I will tell you that the problem of Nigeria is 70% followership as against 30% leadership. I'm not a believer of saying the problem of Nigeria is totally leadership or 50-50. Mm. No, 70% followership. Why do you say so? Just like the scenario you've given, 
the president, the current president, was the leader of a political party. In fact, he midwife that political party into governance. Yes. Mm. Now, all of the things that happened, if he had meant well for Nigeria, he's a man of influence because almost 50% of persons who got any political position, whether by election or appointment, he was pivotal yes. to that, which means he has a considerable level of influence yes. on these people yes. to now entrench a kind of ideology to say this government should be a people-oriented government, even though he was not the person constitutionally saddled with the responsibility to, take, to do that. Now, that was not done. When he came to tell us he was going to do better, he was renewing our hope. The question was that for you and I, say now Nigeria, we should have asked, which hope, when you are renewing something, it means that thing was in existence. Yes. So did we have hope and in existence? And for him, yes, as a leader in the past administration, the only hope you can renew is the hope of APC in eight years, 2015 to 2023. Yes. You cannot be renewing a hope that you did never created. Now, when they told us uh, change, and they said next level, it was a question too that we should have understood to understand the next level of what? Was it the hardship we faced in 2015? Immediately this government was enthroned, the four previous government was enthroned, or what? But Nigerians, we don't ask questions because we do politics of myself, my stomach, and my family. Mm -hmm. So once I can grab the cash, it's not a problem again. It's all about for me to have dominance against the people in my community and my area so that I also will be revered because money determines the dignity of the human person. Mm. Not that we are created in the image and likeness of God, regardless of any religion you are. Every religion, even uh, atheists, believe that they are created by somebody. Yes. Mm. So if you believe that you were created by a transcendental being, that is where you should derive your dignity from, not from the material acquisition you have. But today in our country, we value money, and place importance to people, place position above the human person. Take, for example, the money that you move from CBN or the banks move is a creation of man yes. from the intelligence of man. Yeah. The police that protect this money is a creation of God who cannot be replaced, but the money can be replaced. Now, the money is well saved in a bullion van. The police is exposed to security threat to protect money. That is not even have in terms of value, is not as precious as human life. Mm. You now see that we place more emphasis on material things, things that are transient, than on the creation of God. So, when you come to that point, is that this same administration, let's look at a few indices. Uh, Bio, I don't Bio know if you'll be able to do that in 30 okay. seconds. So, Dele, uh, Alake. Alake, if you had heard the people. recent statements they've made, these mm. are people who are going to form the same government. Of course. These are seasoned journalists by their claim. Now, if they could also get to a point and make some kind of unguarded statement, yes. which could divide the unity of this nation. If somebody like the former governor of Kaduna State, Erofai, could make this statement, and DSS have not gone after him, mm. now that immunity has ceased, and they can go after a CBN governor whose offense has nothing to do with their classification of activities, then the question also makes you feel that, we, are not, we have not even started this journey. We have not even started dreaming about having a democracy which is for the people, by the people, and of the people. But we are just having this in the figment of our imagination. Mm -hmm. So when you look at some of these things, you believe that we have not even commenced the journey. Mm -hmm. The hope is nothing to write home about. The hope is hopeless. <laughs> we'll open the phone lines right now for you to be a part of the conversation 09 055 or 081-218-7777 and also you can join us on our social media platform www.facebook.com forward slash JFM Joss and off Twitter at JFM Joss hello good morning 
Hello, good morning. Hello, happy democracy day. A big girl and the maker. Yeah, happy democracy day to you too. Is that to my man, Barisadama? Yes, good morning. Good sir. morning, welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? God bless you. That's your same man, the same comrade Bernard on the line. Uh, I don't have anything to say this morning, but okay. it's an advice to Nigeria electoral man body. Oh, you see, I'm from a particular descent from Christendom. Uh, before you begin, Comrade Bernard, you have just 30 seconds to, to give us your thoughts because uh, of our time. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, what we call in Christendom, that is malarism. It's a pastor. Commit one thing or the other, quote and unquote, and come to altar and start talking to me. If, if civilians is no, no, no longer what I'm looking at, but what I had in yesterday, so the little management body should please start screaming people who want to be leaders by 2027 or so, so that there'll be credible people who say they do this, they do that, and tomorrow they mind themselves, and they think they will listen to them. Most of all, don't listen to them. We listen to their kids and their allegation on them. But that's a different thing. Well, the question now is that is our democracy involving? Is the rule of war working? Yeah. Is the indices of democracy, which is for masses, masses and masses and masses, is it working? Is the, the justice system, the judicial system, is it working? Is it a selective justice, like a member talking today? We want to ask somebody who collected about 150 billion in civil freely. Mm. We see somebody who they are who are Come Bernard, please help us wrap up your thoughts quickly. Thank you so I'm much. I'm saying that we are not getting it, but I said that my wife appreciates my God and God bless you. We are not getting it until we do the right thing. Mm. We will still celebrate 25 February 2023 and all that don't like, don't like you, June 12th. All so right, come like Bernard. Thank you so much, Kwame Bernard. Do have a lovely day. Thank you for your contribution. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Do well to call back 90 Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Morning, welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Yeah, this is Snow This is the Peter from Bukuru. All right, go ahead. 30 seconds, please. You see, my governor from my dosage of your pastor, he said, last night, we never got to his politics. Okay, somebody said, 70% of himself, the populace. Okay, the same people there, you are going to vote because they are giving you money. I let those people are the one in your constituency. No. Just see that I mean, how many issues have been done in the day there? You can imagine before this detection, it was there. Many, many of them are not. Why don't you tell them? Every day we complain, complain, complain. Are you not the one voting there? Fundamental question. You're also part of the people voting too. You're also part of the people voting too, isn't it? So, no, like, I'm not going to for me this but there are the same people who are there. Well, we recycle them, don't we? So, let's go what happens. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much for your contribution. We recycle our leaders, don't we? Um, 09055666699081218777777. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Morning, welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Okay. 
I'm sure she thought it was birthday caller. Zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine or zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven. Those are the numbers to call to be a part of the show. Hello, good morning. I did get good morning. Morning, welcome to the show. What's your name and where you calling us from? I did that good stuff from Joshua. I just said you have thirty seconds on the clock. Go ahead. Uh, I did get. Sir? What I'm just trying to use, my point this morning is that uh, uh, I don't think there's anything good that will come out of this administration. Because Why would you say that? Our, Why are you being pessimistic instead of being optimistic, sir? You know, my sister, the guest in the studio has already said everything all because they started with change. Then they come, say that uh, they come again. After change, they say which one they call again. Next level. At the end of the day, to, uh, hey, thank you. Today, a new hope. After change or progress or whatever, now is your new hope. Are there not? Is it not the same? The same? The same? The, 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 the same? The... <laughs> All right. The matter is too much. The same old wine. Yes, in in that in an old in old a, a new bottle. Or new bottle. If you so put what up. I'm just saying this morning is that, uh, mm. honestly speaking, my sister, I don't think because. The way the man comes into power, as you. All right, Jude says, uh, I'm sure he's having problems with his network. Well, we'll head on to our social media page this morning to take comments. Um, www.facebook.com forward slash JFM Joss and off Twitter at JFM Joss. All right, I'm heading over now to Facebook to read some of your comments. Um, while this uh, Facebook page loads, um, I like. I like Nigerian side. This is democracy. The people should be happy. The, the yeah. president has told us that he's going to do. And I'm sure. I'm sure that water. after four years, it will be acquired hope. Uh, after this, I think, I think, I think we would have acquired it as of that time. We should be. We should be optimistic. The president. Yeah. The president is our president, and he has told us that he will do all the things he said he will do. On Facebook this morning, my apologies for the slow network. Uh, some interesting comments here. Um, okay, here on Facebook, um, some comments here have. Um, Kelvin Lewis then Shaq says, yes, absolutely nothing positive to celebrate about because Nigeria's democracy hasn't grown whatsoever. Anyways, federal governments can improve on our democracy by cutting down the cost of governance, thereby prioritizing the security, health, and education sectors, just like the United States of America, where, where we are copied wrongly their system of government. King Cruz Hypeman says, Democracy Day. There's nothing, there's nothing to absolutely celebrate. If we are being honest, democracy left us worse than we were. My opinion, though, and it's welcomed. Boy Kiz Nimland says, The president's speech seems inspiring, but the reality in, on ground over the years is nothing to celebrate. But like Madamada, we say, Let us not give up on Nigeria. It will be well. Ogadima. Um, comrade that was longer that was says, What I'm expecting from Mr. President is to address the insecurity of Nigeria. What we are celebrating, what are we celebrating in the country that a common man is suffering? In a country where, where INEC has the power to select a leader for the citizens, in a country where the political class gets ill and fly abroad for medical treatments, please, we are still calling on federal government, state government, and individuals and groups of people to come to the help of our people in Mango local government. Let's continue to pray for peace in Plateau State. Amen. Sunday Moses Evi Evi says, only the politicians believe that the June 12th election was free and fair. Democracy's speech by Tinubu to me is empty and of no interest to Nigerians because he only maintained one thing, MK only mentioned one thing, MK Abiola, 
What about insecurity, bad hospitals, bad roads, and many? Um, Izangatsi says, good morning. Um, I just want to urge the president, the present administration to do away with tribalism, nepotism, and sentiment so that we can move forward. Happy Democracy Day to Nigerians. Ephraim Choji says, I think there is nothing to celebrate because our leaders have failed us. Just yesterday night in my village, queer people were killed and houses were burned down. Okay, please, our leaders should put all the necessary measures and techniques to curtail the situation. All right, before we go and rush to Adama, I, a lot of people, when we say Happy Democracy Day, the latter part is maybe reap the benefits or reap the fruits of democracy. And just before you go in 30 seconds, are we, are we going to get there where we are going to reap the fruits? Yes, but I just want to correct an impression. Mm. Let's not look at these days that are commemorated as just a celebration. Yes. It's a day to also strike a new pact. So that we will not lose sight of what it is. The president in his speech has also made commitment to this country, even though we have a social contract where we cannot hold him up to tax, except until 2027, if at the end of the day, his mandate is being confirmed by the tribunal and the court. We have, yeah. we have rational assembly. Yes, so should it be that way? Fine. But the basic thing, again, I'm saying is that for us Nigerians, let's look at support the building of stronger institutions. Yeah. Mm. For instance, assuming tribunal nullifies the election, what is the punishment of INEC? Mm. INEC will give you a budget. For you vote to, money again. To, to INEC is not punished one. for anything. Even when it is going to be its fault, INEC is not punished. But when we build institutions, you find out that the institution will take care of itself. Mm. Assuming we had also built institutions, the issue of MFLA should not be an issue between presidency and uh, the CBN. The institution would have taken care of itself. So I'm saying that now that the president has inspired this hope, mm. they should look at our security system. Most especially look at the policing system in Nigeria. Try to equip this police. Do training and retraining. Why criminality also fester is because the police is ill-equipped. The process of investigation is very is extremely weak. Because if you have good investigative process, criminality will reduce because by the time anybody is charged to court, you find out that that person will hardly escape what? The law. Mm. But the process is actually compromised at every point in time because there is no proper training and retraining. There is no adequate finance to also take care of uh, the police system. Yeah. Even their welfare also is so bad. Even the barracks where they come from. So by and large is that for us Nigeria, let us not be pessimistic. Let us be optimists to believe mm. that we make this Nigeria work by contributing our quota, mm. by shunning social vices, by shunning corruption, because the leaders do not even engage in corruption without using the common men. Of course. So the common men are also used. So in one way or the other, it's just like you want to talk about the issue of Chidodo bed in the beautiful ones are not yet born. Mm. You understand? A man will tell you he doesn't eat rat, but he will use his teeth to share rat for children, mm. which means the taste of it has also gone down him. Definitely. So we must walk through Nigeria and say, Nigeria is ours to plow and not to plunder in the west of Ni uh, Osundere yeah. so that we will do it as a project Nigeria, support our leaders, help them to be effective in their services and let's also have lesser expectation and the right expectation. Mm. Sorry, let me conclude on this. The expectation is this. We expect that our legislators are supposed to give us money, are supposed to do infrastructure. No, they are to we do, uh, in fact, enact good laws 
that will advance the economy, advance the welfare of the people. That is their primary assignment. And when we do the right thing, we'll have a better country for us and a better democracy where the rule of law is respected. We have leaders who will comply. And if they run foul of the law, the law will also catch up with them at every and point in time. Thank you and have a wonderful uh, democracy day and democracy dispensation ahead. Yeah, I want to thank you so much, Barista Adama, for the coming on the mine. show. Yes, come 10 o'clock, the news comes up. Keep your eyes locked on to J101.9 FM. And once again, happy democracy day. <laughs>